Looking to buy or sell a home? Make sure you have the knowledge you need with a professional home inspection from National Property Inspections Fort Wayne, covering hundreds of homes' vital systems from roof to foundation. MPI also offers radon, mold, and pest inspections to give you complete peace of mind. Plus, every home inspection comes with a free six-month warranty. NPI is a veteran-owned, family-operated business that's proud to serve our local community. Call 260-705-9835 to schedule your inspection with MPI, Fort Wayne's premier home inspection service. Get $25 off your home inspection when you mention code NPI25. Hey there, my name is Tyler Morningstar, and I'm here with my co-host and mom, Carrie Morningstar. This is the Selling Fort Wayne podcast. This podcast is focused on all things real estate related in and around the Fort Wayne area. We'll also touch on some community events and some community outreach as well. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Selling Fort Wayne podcast. It is Tyler Morningstar and I am with... Carrie Morningstar, his mother. Hey, we're going to do a little mini short episode here. We, well, we're going to start off the top and preface this with, we are not inspectors. I can't state that enough. We are not home inspectors, but we are homeowners. And there are some things that we have learned throughout our experiences. When you look at homes to maybe purchase, you kind of look and pay attention to and just want to double check and and just you know, be cognizant of those particular items. So kind of want to do a little rundown on some of the things that we've picked up on. You know, one of the things of being a real estate agent is you list homes and then you also help buyers purchase homes. And I'm sure everybody knows that. But one of the things like I pride myself when I'm with a buyer is when I'm walking through, I'm looking, I too have their other set of eyes. Now, I'm not the inspector, as you stated, nothing like that. But I look for things around the house and bring to my buyer's attention. And something might be, hey, there's a stain in the ceiling. I wonder if that's an old leak or a new leak. Is it soft? Right? Yeah, Go up there right. and try to touch it and see if it's soft. Right. Has it, it been raining recently? Right. I mean, it's, 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 believe it or not, as simple as that is because a lot of times buyers are so excited when they get in the house, they're just really not looking all around, doing a 360. They're just. It's funny you say that because I showed a house literally last night and I, they're first time home buyers. And I told them, listen, this is more of an emotional process for you, it's not for me. And so you're going to be looking at things through rose-colored glasses. You're not going to quite see things the way you probably should, which is human nature. And he said, I will be trying to point stuff out to you. I promise I'm not raining on your parade, but I will be somebody who's going to say, hey, look out for this, look out for this, look out for this type of deal. Right. And some of those things, like for me, you know, you'll look at the furnace, you'll look at this uh, serial number and you go, gosh, this uh, furnace is 30 years old. It's still working. But there may be a chance in the lifetime of why, why you live in this home, you might have the expense of putting in a new furnace, mm-hmm. you know, or central air or a hot water heater. Mm-hmm. And those are things that you go, you have to look at because if you go, okay, I'm spending X amount of dollars on this house, but there's a chance in two years I might need a furnace and oh my gosh, that's going to be $6,000 or whatever the case may be. Those are things that you have to take in consideration. Now, of course, 
once you have an inspector, the inspector will verify all of those things for sure. I'm just trying to figure out what the year of the furnace is. And, and of course, a furnace can go hot at any time, but you kind of look at the maintenance to see if there's any maintenance record on the furnace, if someone's been cleaning in service. And the reason why that's really important is I, I lived in a home that the furnace was 30 two years old and no one could believe that the furnace was 32 years old and every time I had the guy come out to clean and service it I'd say should I replace it he said why it's still working and he's and what I would do is I would clean and service it twice a year spring mm -hmm. and fall mm -hmm. and he said because you've been so diligent in doing that that's been maintaining the life of the furnace and for him there was no reason to you know, and he had all the reason in the world. He could have said, yeah, it's time to replace it. It's 32 years old. But he said, hey, it's working. It might be only working at 80%, but it's still working. So, and then you have to take in consideration, you know, how much your, you know, heating bills and things are like that. But those are the things that you look for, or I do, when I'm in a home. Well, one of the other things that I kind of pay attention to are the windows. Oh, absolutely. Right? Are they... What's the condition of them? What type of window is it? Is there wood? Is are they peeling? Is it soft? You know, sometimes you can go on the outside of a home and you can push on the window and it'll just buckle because mm -hmm. it's it's rotted wood. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of stuff you kind of again you want to just keep an eye on. I think the other thing too is when a buyer pulls up to the house and you're with them. You kind of look at the outside and say, well, are they maintaining the outside? Because if they're maintaining the outside then they're probably maintaining the inside. Mm -hmm. You know, has the door been freshly painted? Is it, you know, the landscaping done? You know, and those are things that a seller needs to do and the seller's agent to help them prepare for it. But that's what buyers look at too because their first introduction to your house is driving up and curb appeal. And that, that I've had that where people pull up, buyers will pull up and go, I don't even want to go in. You know, and mm -hmm. it's like, why? I don't. I don't like the way the outside looks because you have to remember, they have to pull up every day and like that house because that's the house they're buying. So you have to make the outside look as appealing as possible because that buyer may not go in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that I try to pay attention to too, as well, is the floors. Mm -hmm. there, even if there's any kind of slanting or anything like that, because I've I've had times where I've had buyers just walk right over and I walk over something. I'm going, whoa, 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 whoa. Back up. Do you guys feel this? Is it just me? Or do you feel this? And you'll get a level out and just kind of just be aware. It doesn't mean the home is bad. It means sometimes you have these homes that were built in the 1910s, 1920s, and they settle in the middle. It doesn't mean there's anything structurally wrong. It's just you want your buyers to be as educated and aware of everything they're doing while they're making their decisions. Absolutely. You know, and that's, a, that's a, you know, back to the electrical box. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just all kinds of things. So as we're walking around, again, we're not inspectors. We're just trying to look and see if there's anything that might, might be alarming. Mm -hmm. You know, because as Tyler said before, the buyers going in there and they're just, they're so excited to get a house. You know, it's like they're looking at the aesthetics and, and a lot of times they fall in love with the way the house is decorated because they'll go, oh, mm -hmm. I love the way this house is decorated. And um, you're going, don't look at that. Their furniture will not be there. <laughs> you know, the other thing to buyers is once you purchase a home, don't buy anything else. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had where people went, oh, I went out and bought brand new furniture for my house. Oh, when? A week ago or I bought a new truck. You know, don't do that. You mean you mean after an offer is accepted? Yeah, yeah. then they're all excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to be careful on that too. Yeah. So 
just having a, a well-educated buyer is what Tyler and I try to do. And roofs, I mean, roofs, another thing to look and pay attention to. Again, we're not roofers, but we can tell when there's shingles missing, right? We can tell when there's some, some shingles are sticking up or the roof looks really old in our opinion. You know, you can tell that. And sometimes on the seller's disclosure, it says how old the roof is. Sometimes they say they don't know. But, you know, always try to pay attention and look at the roof from all angles, not just the front. Go to the sides, go to the back, take a look. Especially where there's um, the plumbing boots coming out and things like that. Yeah, you the flashing. Look. The other thing, too, is does the roof have two layers on? Mm-hmm. Because in the Allen County, you can only have two layers on a roof. So that means if you would need a roof, everything would have to be torn off. Mm-hmm. So, and then down to the sheathing so they could put the roof on. So there's a lot to look for in the house. And sometimes our buyers just get cut up caught up on the aesthetics of, oh, I love it. Or, you know, I could see myself in here without seeing the imperfections. And trust me, we're not trying not to sell a house because of imperfections, but it's always everybody be aware. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would not feel good showing a home and not saying, hey, did you realize that the floors are uneven? I know it's a home built in the ni- uh, 1900s, but just be aware. It's an easy fix. I'm sure it's not structural. You could do a floor jack. I mean, there's all kinds of things, but I don't want someone to come back to me and say, we purchased it and then say, Carrie, there's a big dip here in the floor. And did you know it? And if I walked on it and I knew it, I wouldn't feel good about myself. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's something where in that particular instance, you know, if, if it was, it comes up as a concern, the inspector especially calls it up as a concern, you know, we can have, a structural engineer come and take a look at it and say whether it's good or not. Well, and nine times out of ten, it's when you walk through it, the the buyers probably felt it too, and they go, "I don't care. It's an older house. I love that charm." Sure, you know. So it's just a matter of just putting it out there so everybody's all on the same page. Another thing to pay attention to is knob and tube wiring. Mm-hmm. So knob and tube actually kind of got phased out in the late 30s, early 40s, I believe. So if you're looking at a home that's older than that, particularly one that has a basement or cellar, make sure you're looking thoroughly to see if there's any knob and tube. The reason why we're saying that is knob and tube has been phased out. You know, it's it's a harder thing to get homeowner's insurance for, and it can be, if not done properly, a fire hazard. Well, and, and the other thing too, I'm seeing buyers who don't even want fuse boxes anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, they just want the straight electrical breaker box. So it's just a lot to look at. And, and there, there's more things than that. Um, and again, if you're thinking about purchasing, feel free to call us because we'd be more than happy to show you a home. Yeah. And I want to step back. Well, I want to go back to what I just said. Knob and t- I'm going to make sure I understand, explain this correctly. This is what was told to me by an electrician. I'm not an electrician, but I'm going to make sure, I under- make sure everyone understands this. Just because you have knob and tube doesn't mean you have a fire hazard on your hands. It has to be done correctly. And again, an electrician would sign off on it and make sure it is done correctly. But I don't know if you're in your home with knob and tube, don't think, you know, ah, I'm, my house is going to catch fire. That's not what I'm saying. Knob and tube can get passed. It just has to make sure that it's in its right casing and done the right way. Yeah, again, you want everything to be inspected by the proper authorities, which is not Carrie and I. (laughs) You would want to have an electrician look at all that and make sure it's okay. So some other stuff to, to think about too is, you know, particularly homes with basements. You know, basements can get wet over time. 
you know, we just, again, we're not basement foundation people, but we've been in a lot of basements. So you can kind of tell if there's a lot of cracking, you know, I've, I've been in some homes where it's been kind of damp and if you touch the concrete, it just crumbles, you know, it's probably not a great sign. Well, and don't be alarmed if you see another little wall poured next to it. That's a Michigan wall. And they yeah. do that They do that for safety, security reasons, and for structural reasons. They, they uh, pour it right next to the foundation wall. So uh, it's extra protection on your home. And that's usually for older homes. Same thing, too, is you'll see a French drain around um, uh, an older basement. And don't be alarmed about that because that's how that home was built. So if water did come in there, it just goes around the French drain. It's just a decision you have to make. Am I okay to have a little water in the basement mm -hmm. when it rains? Mm -hmm. You know, other things to think about on top of your inspection is getting a radon test, you know, with radon gas or a mold test. So there's all types of, or if you had well and septic, because didn't you just have an issue not too long ago where, you know, you got to make sure that things are done correctly. Yep. That's exactly right. Some things were brought up that were un, you know, we didn't know about it, weren't disclosed. And, uh, you know, and be, we knew about it now because of the inspection. You can never over-inspect, right? You, I mean, I would much rather have a client spend $400 or $300 or whatever it is to do an inspection and have that peace of mind or maybe even dodge a bullet. Yeah, because when, when the inspector goes in there, I mean, they're going to look at, you know, the 3,000 components in a house that make up the house. And then remember, it's a general inspection. So if they do find something wrong structurally or with the furnace, they're going to say, hey, I think you better get a furnace. It's a visual inspection is what they tell you. Oh, visual. So okay. They can't actually open move panels and like, I mean, as long as like cabinets they can do, but I mean like they can't get behind walls or anything like that. Right. So, but, so there's a numerous tests that you, you know, would get done. And if you're in a country property, there would be a few more. So, but I think that peace of mind, that insurance, just making sure that everything's, you know, above board. And if not anything else, just to, so you would know what some of your expenses are going to be, you know, mm -hmm. okay, I paid X amount of dollars for the house, but I'm going to have within the next five years, I'm going to have another $10,000 in repairs. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. So one of the other things I look forward, look for quite often are seams. Mm -hmm. Right, whether it's interior or exterior, you know, where, does water have the opportunity to get into a countertop, a cabinet, a window on the outside, the flashing, the siding? I'm kind of paying attention to where those seams are and if they're sealed properly. I'm sure everyone has gone into a house and they've seen the on their countertop a raised kind of countertop bubble-like thing where the wood is raised up. And that's because that seam has been cut too close to the kitchen sink. And then you have water that spills and gets underneath the laminate and then it, it, it uh, expands the wood. So those are some of the things too that you want to look at. So yeah, lots to look at in a house. And it's it's an exciting time. It's a fun time. But maybe that's why sometimes you need to get the... Uh, professional involved as a realtor. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the things is, you know, we do this every day, day in and day out. We're going looking at houses all the time. This is the stuff that we look at while clients again, and it's human nature are not quite seeing some of that stuff because it's more of an emotional process for them. So that's why you want an agent, a good agent in your corner, who's not trying to sell you a house just to get a commission check. You're trying, they're trying to take care of you as if it was, you know, you were their family and that matters. Yeah, when I look at a house, I always say, "Would I live here?" Yeah, absolutely. So that that's that's how I kind of equate everything. So you taught me well, mom. 
Aw. <laughs> I'm going to write that in my calendar. I don't get compliments too often from this guy. All righty. Well, thank you for listening. All our information is located in the show notes, whether it's Spotify, Apple, you know, and you can email us any questions, anything that you might want to have any answers to. Hopefully we have answers for you. Our email is sellingfwpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again. Anything you want to say? Nope. Thank you for listening. Okay. Bye-bye.